0: Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. When God became flesh and blood and walked this earth as a man, the kingdom of heaven, God's perfect dwelling place, came down into this world damaged by evil. Jesus, the Son of Man, the Son of God, gave his life as a sacrifice for us, rose from the grave in a resurrected body, and physically ascended into heaven. Consequently, God poured out his Spirit at the New Testament Pentecost, and that was the beginning of the end times. Jesus came into this world damaged by evil to repair, to restore, to revive and to renew. God had already judged evil and Jesus defeated evil on the cross yet evil still exists. Jesus came to give us his kingdom. We live in the kingdom of God now in Jesus' victory over evil in this world damaged by evil. The end times will be the eradication of evil. But in the meantime, we live in and testify to God's present realities and future realities. Temporal realities need to be viewed through the lens of God's eternal realities. Matthew chapter 13, verses 24 to 30. Another parable he, Jesus, Put forth to them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field, but while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. But when the grain had sprouted and produced a crop, then the tares also appeared. So the servants of the owner came and said to him, Sir, Did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have tares? He said to them, An enemy has done this. The servants said to him, Do you want us then to go and gather them up? But he said, No, lest while you gather up the tares you also uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. And at the time of the harvest, I will say to the reapers, First gather together the tares and bind them in bundles to burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn. So who are the good seed? Jesus said to his disciples in private that in this story the good seed are the sons of the kingdom. The sons of the kingdom are those who have received Jesus' free sacrifice of himself, whether male or female, adult or child. At that moment when we receive Jesus, we become a child of God. We are as firstborn sons who inherit all of who Jesus is and what he has done and will do. All that the Father has given Jesus is given to those who have received him. Equal inheritance with Jesus, the Son of God, the Son of Man. In the parable, the word that has been translated as good has a big meaning. It means properly, beautiful or handsome, valuable, useful, excellent, genuine, approved, Better, honest, virtuous, honourable, and ought to be praiseworthy. The first time this word that has been translated as good appears in the New Testament was when John the Baptist was preparing the way for Jesus to be received as the Anointed One. John the Baptist was telling the people to change their wrong thinking, to open their minds and hearts in readiness to believe and receive their Saviour and King. Matthew, chapter 3, verses 7 to 10. Now when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, Brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Therefore bear fruits worthy of repentance, and do not think to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I say to you that God is able to raise up children to Abraham from these stones. And even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Therefore every tree which does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. The Pharisees and Sadducees are of Jewish blood. The Pharisees were the custodians of the Old Testament writings and came to John the Baptist, believing they were children of God and going to heaven, simply because they were of Jewish blood. Yet John the Baptist was saying, unless they receive Jesus as their king, they will not bring forth good fruit because they are not of the good seed. However, if they change their mind and accept Jesus and his right to rule and reign, they will bear good fruit from the good seed of the living God that will dwell within them. Throughout the Gospels, it is recorded that John the Baptist testifies of Jesus. We read this in Matthew chapter 3, verses 11, I indeed baptise you with water unto repentance. But he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptise you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His widowing fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly clean out his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. John the Baptist, the true witness of Jesus, uses baptism as a word picture to symbolise being immersed in Jesus. When we receive Jesus, we have his Holy Spirit within. In this situation, being baptised means fully immersed in be one with or in union with. When we are born physically into this world, we take on the identity of our parents or country. Same when we receive Jesus. We are born of spirit, a child of God, and take on the identity of God in Jesus. We become citizens of heaven and the kingdom of God. Interestingly, in the story of the Good Seed, there were two types of fire. To those who receive Jesus, the fire is his presence, his passion, his power. Those who reject Jesus, the fire is alienation, isolation and powerlessness. The cleaning out in this situation is not making a person clean. As those who receive Jesus are already made clean. The cleaning out is revealing the true sons of God are those who receive Jesus. Those who reject Jesus are not sons of God, as only Jesus determines heavenly citizenship. Those who are the wheat in the story are those who receive Jesus. So Jesus is saying, Good seed brings forth good fruit. So who are the tares? The tares look the same as the wheat until fruit appears. As both the wheat and tares look the same, until the fruit becomes visible, it is impossible for the servants to know which is which. Therefore, in pulling up the tares, the servants would risk pulling up the wheat as well. Nobody can know the heart of a person, only God. So God protects those who have received him from being pulled up or destroyed with those who reject him. The tares grow with the wheat, in this world damaged by evil. Yes, this is the time of undeserved favour when the rain falls on both the wheat and the tares, helps them grow so that they may know him. But our time in this life is short, yet it is significant because it will decide our eternity. Our destiny for eternity is not decided by what we are born into or anything we do. Our eternity is decided by whether we receive Jesus or reject Jesus. This decision determines who we choose to worship and be one with. Our identity determines our eternity. Who are the tares? Those who reject Jesus. The Wheat and the Tares is a story about salvation, about identity, allegiance, and oneness with Jesus or with the enemy of God. In Matthew 13, verse 43, Jesus declares that the wheat have right standing before God. They are just, clean, and full of his light. They shine as the sun in the kingdom of God. The tares are guilty before God, unclean and full of darkness they will be cast into the lake of fire, the destiny that they had knowingly chosen. Let us read Matthew chapter 13, verses 41 to 43. The Son of Man will send out his angels, and they will gather out of his kingdom all things that offend, and those who practice lawlessness, and will cast them into the furnace of fire. There will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine forth as a sun in the kingdom of their father. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. All things that offend is anything that is opposed to God and his truth. All who refuse to receive Jesus and his right to rule and reign offend God. The time is coming when all things that offend will be eradicated, removed as they have no place in God's kingdom on earth and in heaven. Who are those who practice lawlessness? The original word that has been translated as practice is an important word and the main action word in this sentence. It means being one with evil identifying with evil, choosing to be one with evil, declaring in one's heart allegiance with evil. That is what practice lawlessness means. It is the total opposite of being one with Jesus, identifying with Jesus, choosing to be one with Jesus, declaring in one's heart an allegiance with Jesus. So, in the context of this verse, those who practice lawlessness are those who reject Jesus' sacrifice of himself and knowingly become one with evil instead. The result is living in judgment, declared guilty, unclean and condemned for all eternity. In this life, until the very last breath, Each person has a choice to make. A choice to receive Jesus and be one with him, or to reject Jesus and be one with evil. Good seed brings forth good fruit. We live in the kingdom of God now, in this world damaged by evil. The end times are here. Remember, they began after Jesus ascended into heaven and God poured out his spirit at the day of Pentecost. When we receive Jesus, his seed, his root becomes our root. We are no longer rooted in this world. We are in this world, but not one with it. When we receive Jesus, we are no longer slaves to our selfish desires. When we surrender to our Father's will, we receive from him each day drinking freely. He changes us. And God's desire is that we are truly free and transformed into his character. Where his desire becomes our desire. We bear witness to the powers, the transforming power of his spirit working within us, around us and upon us even in this world damaged by evil. Even in the darkest of places in this world, God is at work planting the good seed in all who will receive him. At the climax of the end times, the good and bad seed will be exposed and evil totally eradicated. Jesus will send out his angels to remove all that offend the tares are bundled for the fire and the wheat gathered into the barn. Remember the wrath of God is never directed at the wheat or the good seed. In Jesus we are protected from judgment. It is those who have chosen to be of the bad seed to be one with evil, having rejected Jesus, that they have their identity in evil and oppose the living God and his kingdom. When Jesus returns, we who have received him will receive our resurrected physical bodies, bodies that never get sick, never wear out, and never die. Resurrected bodies just like Jesus. Revelation chapter 21 and verses 5 to 8. Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts. He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. In verse 8, the writer gives this negative list to show the positive change in identity we have when we receive Jesus, the good seed. It reveals God's will. God's will is not for fearfulness, but faith. Not distortion, but truth. Not murder or killing, but life. Not sexual chaos, but wholeness. Not mysticism, but relationship. Not idols, but an encounter and everyday experience with the living God. Not deception, but the fullness of truth. And he is truth. He who overcomes is the one who believes and receives Jesus. He who overcomes is the wheat As when we receive Jesus, we are identified with Him. Having been born of His seed, the good seed, we have His name, we have His fruit, we have His kingdom. And good seed brings forth good fruit. For more information and free resources, visit our website JesusLovesTheWorld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.